0: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Melvin York, and I'm with Daddy Pete, and uh, you're tuned in to Global Food with Daddy Pete, and we like to share uh, things that's going on in the, not even just the nation, but in the world of food that's all around us, what's going on, we see shortages, Uh, we talk about GMO, some of the GEs, um, or some of the people that don't understand, and uh, actually, there is, I ran across something, and I do believe that uh, we do have all of the credits here below. Uh, let me just start out and tell you who these are from. I'm uh, pretty sure that uh, as I was thumbing through, I ran across this uh, page on Publix. I uh, had a link to it off the Publix store, and it's really good. Some of the things, uh, the credits would be that the Orthodox Union, um, we'll be part of them. United States Department of Ag, uh, twice, uh, agriculture, biotechnology, um, Yakubu, Jeannie G- Yakubu, uh, MS. Uh, then we have uh, Catherine McManus, uh, also MS and more, um, with the vegetarian resource group. United States Department of Agriculture again, uh, the Cattleman's Beef and Broad National National Cattlemen's uh, Beef Association, United States Department of Ag again, and the United States Department of Ag. So those are the credits these articles came from and these technology. But uh, sometimes when you're looking at a label on some of your food, um, all your foods that in the United States, starting uh, in January of 2022, if it contained a uh, genetically engineered, genetically modified organism, it was to be listed on there. Now, I was looking at uh, a pack of m and I the movie type that I'd bought for one of my grandchildren. I happened to look on the bottom, and it contains a genetically modified organism, uh, I think is the way they wrote that. Also, when I was looking on some other foods, I uh, picked up a, uh, my wife was making a banana pudding, picked up the box of vanilla wapers. Again, claimed the same thing. So uh, I hadn't really noticed it till now, and uh, I don't know why I haven't, but uh, it's starting to pop up everywhere. So uh, the thing is that, uh, The USDA and the FDA regulate uh, what appears on labels, but sometimes advertisers can, uh, let's just say, um, use things in the way that makes it sound like something that's not. Let's just use it that way. Uh, Product claims can be regulated by third-party certified under their fine and company specifics. well, let's look at some of those things now. When we get into meat, poultry, and eggs, here's what I thought was funny, the uh, or different that kind of funny. Uh, the animals are raised in food production process is important to many customers. Okay, like me and you. Here are some terms that's related to meat, and poultry. No added hor- hormones. Okay, no added hormones. The USDA prohibits the use of hormones in all poultry now hear what i just said the usda prohibits it okay in all poultry all right when no added hormones appear on poultry packaging it must be followed by the statement federal regulations prohibit the use of hormones okay so if you see that on packaging of any type of poultry it has to be followed by the statement federal regulations prohibit the use of hormones now for beef and pork a no added hormones claim means that the product producer chose not using hormones doesn't have to be put on beef and on uh, pork i don't see that it just says poultry poultry packaging not on beef not on pork that's odd isn't it but that's what it says no antibiotics claim may appear on meat and poultry labels only if manufacturers provide sufficient documentation to the USDA demonstrating that the animals were raised without antibiotics. So they have to prove that if that's on that label. Uh, that's, that's comforting to know. At least somebody has to be accountable for something. Vegetarian fed. This claims means means that meat and poultry Proceed on all vegetarian feed without animal byproducts, animal products or byproducts. Please note that young mammals drink their mother's milk. But after the weaning, then that's when this claim takes a hold to where they've not fed any uh, feed whatsoever that contained any animal or animal byproducts in it. If you're looking for meat and poultry fed 100% vegetarian diet uh, and without any Botics and hormones. Uh, then you'll need to look for those labels, and uh, it should be all on there. Those are the things you're going to be looking for. Now, here's one that gets me. Uh, this one gets me <laughs> a whole lot because we're dealing compost. We're dealing compost, and here's what really gets me: uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of companies, um, cattle companies um, that do grass feed or graze their cattle uh, they'll use a product like graze on or it's a chemical that it's a broadleaf uh, herbicide but some of these um, chemicals like that do not go away in composting uh, if you get compost and they spend a lot of it out there a lot of talk about it but if you do get that in there when you plant your seeds in it or your plant it'll either be deformed looking they'll wilt looking but they affect a lot of different plants. Some they don't, some they do. So with grass-fed meat, uh, the thing that gets me is is simply this. Grass-fed meat and meat products are generally understood to be derived from cattle that consume only grass. Well, what's on that grass? See, nobody's hanging on any of that yet. However, because there is no official federal definition of grass-fed, all right, let me go back over and read that to you again. However, because there is no official federal definition of grass-fed, check the label carefully. Some grass-fed producers, for example, may feed some grain, while others have a third-party certification to claim that their products is 100% grass-fed. Please note that calves still drink the mother's milk. Be on the lookout. Grass-finished is not the same as grass-fed because animals, animals that are grass-finished may be fed grain. Uh, when we're talking about finished, what they're doing is so many weeks before slaughter. So you finish them out. Uh, years ago, we raised hogs. We started out with figs, and we always used a certain feed, and it worked great. And they would have a starter feed. You would have a grower feed. And you would also have a finisher, and that was in the last 60 days before slaughter, usually 60 to 90 days that you fed the finisher in. Some animals are turned 30 days before, like beef. Some hogs are 30, but we chose to do 60 on our pork. Uh, So that's kind of neat. Now, something else, I want you to hear this. And here's something that can deceive you, okay? We raise a lot. A lot of poultry in this country. Cage-free label. This label indicates that the fowl can roam in a building, a room, or an enclosed area with unlimited access to food and fresh water during their production cycle. Now, during their production cycle is time that they're in the chick state, I'm sure, till the time of slaughter. But doesn't say anything about them being outside. It said the label indicates that the block can roam a building, a room, or an enclosed area with unlimited access to food, fresh water during the production cycle. So as long as they do have the two things, they have access to unlimited food and unlimited water, then They could be roamed inside a chicken house and a room, it says, in a closed area, Um, but that's not free range. Cage free means they're not confined to a cage, does not mean that they're not confined to a building or a house. Okay. There's a difference. Now, they are required, if you use that terminology, to have food and water accessible. 100% 100% of the time. Now, free-range. thats for chicken and eggs, free-range means that the flock has access to the outdoors. You see the difference now? For beef, pork, and other meats, the supplier must provide documentation as well as define what they mean by that claim. For example, with beef, a company may choose to define free-range having never combined to a feedlot. It must be noted on the packaging. Now, I thought that was kind of uh, really just a little bit funny. Um, and I mean, funny, ha, <laughs> ha, But we're going to skip over some of the fish and all of We're not going to get into all of that here uh, today. I'm just trying to give you an overview of what's going on. Uh, I think that the last time I read, I believe our numbers was 92, 94%. Most of our seafood is imported in the United States. But uh, let's just go down to what nutrition and be that. Well, what is a vegetarian, okay? In general, vegetarians do not eat meat, fish, or poultry. That's a vegetarian, okay? Uh, also, uh, what's the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan? Well, in addition, a vegan, in addition to being a vegetarian, they typically do not consume animal products or byproducts such as eggs, dairy items, or honey. All right, let's go on. Plant-based. Plant-based, we're getting into another food. Plant-based or plant-forward eating patterns focus on foods derived from plants, including fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, oil, oil, grains, legumes, and beans. This doesn't have to mean entirely cutting out meat, or dairy from your diet is choosing more foods that are plant sourced, okay? Uh, Plant-based foods are on trend with new options appearing in every category. Uh, So there you go again, there's new foods coming out every day. So just wanted to give you a little bit about that, and then here's the one that we've been talking about a lot, uh, GMO and GEs. A A genetically modified organism, or GMO, is a plant, animal, or microorganism with altered genetic material or DNA. Some customers have concerns about consuming uh, GMOs, and many manufacturers include non-GMO and GMO-free on their products. Despite uh, all the non-GMO labeling, there are actually a limited number of GMO crops is grown and sold in the United States. Bioengineered foods and GMO, uh, there are a small bit of difference, but that usually comes into where they're taking and when they process oils and refine them more and more and more. Uh, It's important to understand that. Um, But in order to ensure that labeling on genetically modified foods is consistent, the USDA's natural bioengineered food disclosure standard defines bioengineered foods as those containing detectable genetic material that has been modified through certain lab techniques and cannot be created through conventional breeding or found in nature. Let me go over that again so you'll understand what a GE or a GMO is. In order to ensure that the labeling on genetically modified foods is consistent, The USDA National Bioengineered Food Disclosure Standard defines bioengineered foods as those containing detectable genetic material that has not been modified or that has been modified through certain lab techniques and cannot be created through conventional breeding or found in nature. For each of these food manufacturers must include the BE symbol words or others disclosures on the packaging by January 1, 2022. Remember, we talked about that. So let me just give you a quick rundown, and uh, we're going to let you go until the next time. But of some of the bioengineered crops that we do grow in the United States, alfalfa is one. Uh, there's a lot of um, hay that's made from the alfalfa. Canola is one. Apples, the Arctic variety, is one that's uh, GE corn, uh, cotton, eggplant, papaya, uh, the pink flesh pineapple, potatoes, salmon, and that's the uh, aqua advantage, soybeans, summer squash, and sugar beets. Uh, those are just some of the things that you do. You need to start looking on your uh, in your at the bottom of the ingredients on the container, on the box, on the packaging, you should see a symbol that let you know if it contains genetically modified organisms or GES. Now, uh, in one of our podcasts, we went back to over 4,000 items in a grocery store contain corn in some form. Most of your corn now is uh, grown in America uh, for commercial use. Is I think it's ninety-two, ninety-three uh, percent. Soybeans is, I believe, is even higher. And I think that when you look through uh, the shelves on or how much uh, products or how many products soybeans are used in, I think you're going to find that you'll see that probably that same four thousand or more, just like corn. Um, sometimes the same products will have both the corn and soy. Some. Um, you know, maybe have one or the other. So these are things to be on the lookout for. So if you're looking for GMO or GEs in your food, it should be labeled. uh, Check out one of the ingredients below that. should be a statement saying that or be a symbol on it. symbol will be uh, GMO. It will be GE. uh, It'll say genetically modified, but you should see it on there somewhere. Well, until next time, we certainly do appreciate y'all tuning in. And we are trying to keep uh, informed on what it's doing as far in the world of food, not just in the nation, but in the world. And as we go through, we wanted to clear up some of that so you you know what to be looking for, what to store back, what to use. We've talked about seeds. So now we're talking about your choices of food in the grocery store and, and in the marketplace. If you have any questions or any comments, you can go to daddypeats.com. That's our webpage. Click on our podcast. And and we do have a place there that you could uh, leave a comment or ask a question. Also, you'll find the archive of our podcast. You can go back through and listen to those if there's one that uh, you missed or one that you would like to hear again. Uh, Another thing we do offer you a uh, Gardening newsletter that uh, we send out once a month. You can sign up for that and you'll get that in your email. And while you're there, you can take a chance. And if you got the time, look at all the different products that we do at Daddy Pete's all the soils, all the mulches, all the potting mixes. And I think you'll find it quite uh, astonishing at the line that we do have. And we still do run the dairy, by the way. So this is Labor Day weekend. Uh, Wish everyone a happy and a safe Labor Day weekend. Until next time, this is Global Food with Daddy Pete, and I'm Melvin York.